I I really want to see someone on Paleo like justify to me how Taco Bell works in the Paleo diet. I, oh yeah, because we used to hunt great. and gather Taco Bell. No, that that's that would make me so happy to see like yeah. you're you're safe from it, Jeff. People don't brag about what diet they're on where you work. The places not work- as much, but I I have run into the Paleo diet, which I sit here and go really was like the nutritional advent and like pinnacle of our existence fruits berries and whatever we could kill <laughs> well so i don't think those nutritionalists people go- have done nothing literally accomplished nothing since the dawn of man <laughs> so i don't think paleo goes far enough i think the, the what, what paleo people get wrong is the paleo diet should limit you to just things you forge and kill yourself you can eat whatever you want. Well, you just have that to is get another, it. That's another diet. There's a name for that one. Mark Zuckerberg's on it or some shit. The he like, had to like kill a goat and shit. Like, that's just called growing a... up in my family. But No, there's like a real diet for it and stuff. Have... But you still look at the bow and arrow and shit. Like the... no, no weapons <laughs> or tools that weren't invented during the Paleolithic period can be We've used. Like knives for forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used the knife. No, no, you have to use it, but you can't Technically, be a, the human. It can't be a metal knife. It has to be a rock knife. A rock knife? You realize metal uh, is rock. Unfortunately, he got past the Iron Age. Like I, it's 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 just an alloy, but it's it's from rocks. You gotta um oh god, what's it called? Like Age of Empires, that shit. You gotta start yep. off as a caveman, and by the end of the diet, you're building fucking mech warriors and fighting the British because you're like, I built more town <laughs> settlements, bitches. <laughs> That's how that diet should work. <laughs> the diet should include expansionism and like colonialism. <laughs> Fucking yeah, it already does kind of. Like, what's the first thing you do How? when you start a diet? <laughs> you tell people, hey, I'm on this diet, and you should try it. Hello, and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast. I am Jeff from Gur. I'm joined today by Charlie, and making cameos today, we have Sick Mave Online, or Alex, who hopefully will feel better by the end of this, but knowing the carcinogenic and terrible MSDS negative things about this podcast and the teratogenic and terrible things it does, he'll probably be closer to his deathbed by the end of today. We are listed Pro- as probably. a biohazard by the FDA. Oh, <laughs> we must be. I, I don't oh. know, or it's fortunate that we take place over the course of multiple states, so it's hard for them to pin us down and, like, really claim exactly which health codes and, like, you know, residential codes and just outward lack of cleanliness towards the environment. Oh, no, 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 we do that uh, to things spread. Things that we're violating. We do that to spread Lord Nurgle's gifts across the world. We have a wider dispersal <laughs> range this way. Oh, hell Yeah. Godfather Nurgle, Lord of Decay. Yes. Grandpappy <laughs> Nurgle. Rise. What? Grandpappy Nurgle. Yep. For those of you confused, we're talking about <laughs> Chaos Gods, because Jeff yep. and I are super nerds. <laughs> Welcome we, we've to We've never established 46. that on this podcast, have we? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we told people that we're cool people, that like you know people should emulate and want to be exactly like us. We are perpetually wearing our sunglasses inside. You are correct. Yes. Mine are, like, physically adhered to my face. <laughs> um, this is why I don't go outside, because then I'd have to take the glasses off. Yes, after 46 episodes, <laughs> people now know we're giant nerds. Yep. 
what? It's out of the so, bag. Yeah, if people could only see us on the Skype call, they'd know that we're uh, we're all just kind of wearing sunglasses and we look like we're right out of the Matrix. I am just so. surrounded by like gold and other things you see in the homes of Saudi princes. Oh, would it happen to be a gold uh, gold in the quantity of much? Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Charlie's what? elusive much gold. My much gold. Yeah, see, I bury all my gold in various locations. So. I buried some of my gold. I still have much of it, though. <coughs> I was going to say, I don't have any, but then there's like an end of the rainbow joke about me. Oh. Yeah. Bitch of an Irishman. I got some of my gold by shaking it out of your brother. <laughs> my brother? He's Irish, too. Just not as. You're yeah. my rainy day fun, Jeff. Yeah, he did, Yeah, my brother didn't get the red hair. <laughs> that said, I'm still pretty well convinced that... Uh, I'm the FedEx child, and Harrison's my parents' <laughs> actual child. <laughs> oh. Yeah, if you saw my pale. family, Alex, you wouldn't really disagree. You're awfully <laughs> pale like your parents. Uh, every single one of them tans more than me. <laughs> well, but yeah, that, but that's like yeah. saying everyone in L.A. likes Mexican food more than I do. It's, just, it's a given. We all have mm -hmm. givens about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. You but. just were born to burn. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> What's it like getting sunburns like that? I don't get those. Have you, <laughs> you know, we have to hold him down and burn him for now. obvious reasons. Yeah. Is this a legitimate <laughs> question? Would you like this answered? <laughs> like what one feels like at all, or what to get them frequently feels like? <laughs> frequently. What to get I one from light bulbs? What does that feel like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's miserable and awful, and it, it you you start developing dark vision because you're indoors so much. So it's got you know some upsides. It's really good for your eyes. Bad for your uh, bad for your social life though. Can't <laughs> recommend. I'm lucky. I get one minor one a year, and then my weird healing factor kicks in. My body's like right the sun. I guess we're dealing with this now. Mm -hmm. Winter then, is over. And then I'm kind of invincible to it, but I get one, like, not bad, bad one, but one where I'm like, man, this could be a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, my girlfriend gets the worst sunburns, too, so I like to tease her about that as well. We, uh, oh God. well, short story real quick, but we went to a, uh, one of those, like, old drive-in theater swap meets that they have out here in Southern California. Yes. Drive-in theater swap meet. Yep. So... At night, they're they're well. Most of them are decommissioned drive through drive-ins, but a few of them are still up. So they're drive-in movie theaters at night, but during the day, obviously they can't do it because they won't Glare. project well. Yep. So they are they open up the floors to set up tents and have swap meets there. They sell stuff. So my girlfriend and I went to a swap meet. We walked around for a few hours. She got sunburned at the swap meet during that time. And I was just like, la-da-da, -da -da. you know, walking mm -hmm. around like it was just fine. An so. ex of mine got a sunburn during January once, and that's, that's the most embarrassing thing if you're a person that burns, where it's like, it's not even the right goddamn season! <laughs> <laughs> the worst one that happened to me is I climbed Mount Washington with a friend, and I wore a hat the entire day and got a sunburn on my scalp through the hat. Yep. How? The holes. How? The holes in I the hat. I actively don't know. <laughs> 
And I like friggin' bathed in SPF like 80 literally the entire day. That's so like, just oh, we so made it 100 feet. Great, let me reapply. That's just so bizarre. Most people don't know SPFs go up to chalk layers. Jeff does. Chalk? No, no, no. no. Latex. It goes up to fucking paint. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like a chalk you rub into your skin. It's like an ash you just kind of cover yourself with. No, that's yeah. my skin flaking off. <laughs> uh. Have you guys seen, uh, I think it was RoboCop 2. Have you seen that? I have seen RoboCop no. 2. So they have, they talk about like a post, like, well, you know, in that world, Los Angeles, that they've completely lost the ozone coverage over that part that of the world. Because that's how it works. Yeah. So they have this SPF 5000, and if everybody's just blue at the beach or at the pool. <laughs> so they cover themselves in this blue like paint, and that's supposed to be their like their sunscreen. So okay, okay. we gotta get you that Robocop SPF 5000. I, I got a fun work yeah. story that I can share for a change. Not a recent one, but for a project I worked on once, we were doing a um, thing where we had to look into um, body paint for like. We had to people dress up. I think it was candy or something. We had to be able to submerse them all the way down above their head for a quick painting, essentially. So I got to call a company that deals in like um, porn supplies and buy a 55-gallon drum of blue body paint. And it shows nice. up. It's like, that is terrifying. This arrives in a... 55 gallon drum. No, you literally, have to go what we, get like a crowbar to open it. Literally, what we did was we had an apparatus that the person would hold on to, like a trapeze, and we would dunk them in it and then pull them out real quick and let it drain off them into the barrel. Because it had to be oh that quick God. a change. It was real medieval ass torture. They were like goggles. They'd pop them off afterward. You put a wig on them, you'd send them out. It's like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gnarly, actually. But we had three Off colors. You go, thing one and thing two. <laughs> we had three colors: red, red white, and blue, or yellow. Sorry, yeah, white, yellow. Hmm. But it was strange. Yeah. Yeah, that one's weird. Yeah. So, what have you guys been up to? Say, my week's been extremely short, so I'll go over mine, which is just um because of uh. Like, now that I'm spending so much time trying to do hockey, I, like, I have to rework my work schedule, so I'm staying at work later, so I'm having less and less and less free time, so I'm only having, like, an hour to myself a day, so I'm, like, I haven't, I still have not had a chance to play, like, video games or anything, really, so the only, like, big highlights are my weekends. So this weekend, a whole bunch of my friends came up, um, and... We played like a shit ton of Commander and Magic the Gathering and drank a whole fuck ton of whiskey and stayed up till five in the morning playing Magic cards because we're cool people like that. Yeah. Remember, people need to aspire to be like you and me. Yeah. And Alex. Um, and yeah, that was, I mean, I can seriously, that was fucking awesome. That was, that was really fun. My uh, roommate actually wound up, for the gist of it, there, it's a multiplayer format. And he came up with these, like, extra rules that were kind of like, you know, uh, save an opponent's creature, get a point, be the first person to lose, get a point, be the first person to win, get a point. And, like, a lot of, like, outside-the-game rules and stuff, and that wound up working really well and kind of rewarded people to do wonky bullshit and, like, save each other's creatures. Generally sure. not what people do. Um how many I got nobody kills nobody kills me but me because I killed myself. Not 
I, I was on the chopping block. It was just, this is my chance to get the final say on this one. You can't um, stop me. I'll stop myself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that reminds me of a game. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a board game called Shadowhunters. I don't know that one now. I've played well, that once. Yeah. They have a, well, the characters have specific win conditions and it just reminds me because there's a guy on there who says if he's the first to die, he wins the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have huh? played that. And I, you can make. I like brought couple, it over. There's like house rules occasionally for it too, aren't there? Yeah, but yeah, they have wonky like conditions like that. So when you were talking about that, it just reminded me of like the wonky wind conditions of uh, of Shadowhunters. But yeah, sorry to cut you off, yeah. there, Jeff. But... No, that's fine. We came with some other rules. Like we had one we called Kamehameha, which was cast a uh, X cost spell that of ten or more. Um, then there was like. Number of the beast have six creatures, six enchantments, and six artifacts. Um, it's just all wonky little shit like that. Hail Satan! Um, Hail Satan, <laughs> our soft and silky overlord. <laughs> oh, um, Lord Steve! Lord Stan. Stan. Um, so, did that. Today I got to go to hockey, and I managed to stop two pucks with my second favorite organ. So that was good. Your um, kidney? <laughs> my head <laughs> oh. fortunately i'm not using it um but took two off the head which was fun that's the type of things that i enjoy because i'm an idiot um and then went back to my job as an engineer um and then probably the other thing that's probably most interesting is um my D D group and i wound up going to going out for sushi um the other night and we all just like hung out and had fun just you know acting like people outside of the game and my friend ordered a metric fuck ton of sushi and one of the platters that he ordered came with soft shell crab which was something i'd never really tried and turns out i don't mind soft shell crab and Amelie's like okay you don't mind this here eat all of it because i don't like it so the soft shell crab dish is like a three inch diameter, not three inch circumference, three inch diameter piece of sushi. Nice. With like crab legs just sticking straight out of it. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to geometrically ingest this thing. <laughs> it ended very messily. Yeah. No, next time you're out here, I need to take you to garbage sushi. <laughs> I, oh, no. I'm Nothing gonna... sounds more appetizing than garbage sushi. The restaurant's real name is. um. Midori, I think, or something, but me and Jen call it garbage sushi because it's for 30 bucks all you can eat in an hour. Mm hmm. And you can do some damage. You should come out here. There's a uh, place called, or there's a place in Lowell called Footy Goody, which is $20 for all you can eat. End of the discussion. But we're good at sushi out here. They do it all made to order. They give you a menu with, um, I talked about this place actually previously. They give you the menu with the pencils, and you get to write down how much of what you want, and then a guy literally makes it. Oh no, this place is like that too. Say, so, except we are—it's harder to get real Japanese people this side of the continent, whereas you are much closer. Yes, to Japan. we have actual Japanese <laughs> people at our place. Um, let's see. Um. So other than finding out that I don't despise soft shell crab, oh, and I tried a recipe called Don Don Noodles, which was like spicy beef on top of like an egg noodle. Oh yeah, I've had those. Um, They're interesting. There's like yeah, there's no like broth or anything with it. And I like that a lot. That was really good. 
Hmm. Um, so yeah, more culinary stuff in my world. Apparently, I'm just more food driven than I thought I am. Eh, you're getting out more but, or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Um, but yeah, so that's my week. Which one of you guys wants to go next? Um, I, I uh, before we continue, I, I gotta say. I, I rarely wish this was a video podcast or if, like live streamed or something, but you are missing Alex just do shots of cold medicine to get through <laughs> this every couple of minutes. Like that that's truly a sight to behold. He is He's turning it up flask oh, style. It's like great. imagine Rick Sanchez drinking cough syrup. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome in its own weird way. <laughs> yeah. And actually you didn't see it. I don't know if you saw the box, but I also shot down two of these bad boys. Yes, to, uh, hold it up to the camera on an audio podcast. Well, I'm showing you guys. Okay, you guys would know, but Let's... you can tell the people what you saw. Alex is tell lit on people. cold medication. Right now, yeah. I'm just trying to power through this, and I'm also trying to be really good about muting my microphone when I sneeze or something. Oh, so. just don't, don't worry about it. I'll catch it all in post. <laughs> catch, okay. Catching it in post is way easier than and way less risky than you forgetting to unmute at some point but okay. yeah uh, you want to go next sniffles or should i ah uh, go ahead so a uh, pretty boring week on my end actually i I'm, I'm stuck in this rut where a bunch of games are about to come out so i don't want to start anything like we talked about and like every couple like every couple days since the last podcast i'll be walking around going like I should just play Resident Evil 7. I could bang it out real quick. I heard it's like 12 hours long. I could get it done before the rush starts. And then I go, nah, Jeff will play that. I have to play it. Because I really want to know how the fuck that thing ties in at this point. Like, I keep finding more and more weird stuff to the point where I'm like, what is this game? <laughs> This I, seems I have awesome. it. It has arrived. I was considering playing it tonight, but I was like, um, or my roommate was hanging around. I was like, I need this to like have the lights out and no one here. Fair. <laughs> and have headphones on screaming loud Put or something like that. Put some mood music on. Just like. <laughs> no, no, no music. Only game ambient. You're right. Get your robe on, light some candles, like put some pedals down on the floor, some dead ones though, because it's Resident Evil. Yep. Take your time with it. Well, it's more like go outside, throw dirt and mud in my face, and just have like horrible and abrasive materials against me, and like throw myself in like a like a bush or something. So I'm just like covered in like pine needles and shit. Hire a child to scream at you every five minutes. Yeah, I, I know how yeah. you enjoy horror games. Yeah. 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 I, I think I told you about the best horror experience I ever had was I was playing Amnesia in my house. And or at my uh, parents' house. In my parents' house, the air conditioner faces like behind me, and the air conditioner was set to energy saver. So every now and then, the air conditioner would turn on and off. So I'd be playing the game, and then all of a sudden, literally, a just like really cold as shit breeze would blow across the back of my neck <laughs> with no fucking warning. We call that 4D in the industry. Yeah, yeah, that one's hard to get. My new apartment couldn't do that one. You could hire some creepy guy to stand behind you and just blow on your neck occasionally. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a fun Craigslist ad for me to put out. Looking for man to blow me. I mean, blow on me. I mean, shoot cold air at me during horror game playthrough. <laughs> Sporadically. You will be graded. The more twitchy and, sp and random you are, the more you will be paid. <laughs> 
No, but so, <sighs> I, I, the more I hear about that game, the more I'm like, maybe I should just play it. But I'm, I'm also like, no, I won't enjoy it. I want to hear about it from Jeff because he'll be like, fucking yeah. And I'd be like, I don't like horror games, but I guess this one's fine. <laughs> I, I am not one to do justice to that game, I suspect, but maybe someday. But speaking of things I did play... I played a shit ton of the For Honor closed beta. Oh yeah, that mm. was this past weekend. That was this past weekend, and that game's real intriguing. Real intriguing. Okay. I, I, so it's basically a MOBA, like everything these days actually is. Uh huh. But mm -hmm. not. I it's, so it, it's weird. Like it's it's got. It, so we were playing the multiplayer. The the beta was. Just multiplayer stuff, and the modes were duel, dominion, and brawl. And brawl is kind of two on two fights. Duel, as the name implies, is one on one. And dominion's kind of the like, hey, this is the premiere. We're selling you multiplayer thing, and it's four on four zone control, uh, point totals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Lane control, kind of unlock special abilities as you level up combat and there's even like um what are they called mom minions and stuff that push the center lane for you uh, it's now that i say it out loud that game is absolutely a moba there's a right a, there's a there's a right a left and a center lane and the center mm -hmm. lane is where most of the action involving minions happens and the right and left lane are where you kind of sneak up behind the enemy from there's no real jungle but there's like cross plat there's crossways between the ones that probably qualify as that but uh, it's that game's real weird and real intriguing because on top of all that stuff, it's got like a basic fighting game level fighting system. So every huh. class in the game has like the same basic attacks and moveset, but then they also have like here are the moves specific to this character. It's kind of crazy. Rank that versus Smite. Oh, this is the I game like Smite wants to be. Okay. Ah. This is That's the game interesting because I played a shitload of stuff. I, this is the so I, I'm not if I actually put a video up for this. We did a kind of post me playing a bunch of the beta video. It's on the channel right now. By the time you're hearing this, it's already up. By the time we're recording it, it's already up. We did something timely for a change. Hmm. So it's um. What? Don't worry, we won't make it a habit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's that weird combination of a good fight in that game feels like a tense fighting game fight but then you also have the kind of MOBA team aspect going on in the background. of Like, you, you are caring about if you got taken out because you are detrimentally dead to your team and stuff, and you are trying to weed out the minions to level up your character. Like, you literally have an ult. Every class has an ult, and the ult is, like, kill four enemies at once level ult. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Or, like, make all your friends fucking badasses ults and stuff like that. Like, it's... I really can't stress how much, like, this game is secretly, like, the love child of a MOBA and a fighting game in the best way possible. And take it back to Smite. This is live combat. It's not the kind of MOBA click, 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 click combat. It's the, no, no, you have four, you have three stances. you got to care about parry. you got to care about angle. Like, your opponent can block and counter hit, like, hence the fighting game angle of it. So that uh -huh. combined with the kind of lane-based thing of a MOBA, it's real addictive. It's... I I rarely play a game and go like this thing has fucking esport potential. That game has some 
if it wasn't Ubisoft, I'd be like, this is going to be a thing. This is absolutely going to be a thing because because of the graphics and the brutality and the camera angles and the way it follows your character, that thing is uh -huh. stupid watchable. Huh. Have they talked about maybe going towards that angle? I don't like think they have. I, I think it's it's made by Ubisoft. And I don't think Ubisoft has ever had an eSport on their hands. Yeah. And like, there's other stuff going on in this game. Like uh, in the multiplayer, there was this territory control thing where like you, you joined one of three factions and then your victories went towards point totals to kind of conquer a map, which I get it, but at the same time, it's like, why is this here? Like just straight up killing shit's cool enough. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, my favorite mode was Brawl. I, I, Dominion, I liked it. Just it's... It's also where the game's kind of major faults come through, where if two guys start mashing on you, it's real hard to counter two guys that are mashing on you, at least at my skill level, where it's like, no, no, I can't parry this many dudes. But there was one guy I fought who took on four guys at once and won. <laughs> where it's wow. like, because he was just blocking everyone's shit and counter striking. I'm like, damn, you are impressive, motherfucker. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I, it's the game's really intriguing. Like I, I've been following this. Like any game that involves Vikings, I immediately start going like, okay, what you got, game? And then the game was like, no, we're we're a kind of medieval combat game. Okay, you've got my attention. So I've been following it, mm -hmm. and the game feels really good. I I really want to play the single player mode because I will never be the hardcore multiplayer guy for this. But like. I would certainly watch some high-level multiplayer play of this game. I could picture that being real cool. Uh, it, it's not perfect, though. The beta had some weirdness to it, and not itself, but maybe the game has some weirdness where it's got, like, a loot system that's both cosmetic and then also, like, stat-driven. So there were occasionally times where I'm like, I'm going to equip a piece of gear I like the look of, but don't like my stat build. Which I did not mm -hmm. like, but that's neither here nor there. Like I, it's uh, the the kind of the RPG gear system felt tacked on and not fully implemented, which I thought kind of well sucked. But yeah, if if, if either of you were curious about For Honor or anyone listening to it, like the time you're hearing this, I know I have it in our news, so let me check. The open beta starts the 9th, so actually we'll have talked about this before that happens. Try and get in the open beta. It looks real cool. I, If you're curious about it, it's definitely worth checking out. That game's got some stuff. I, I The one reaction I do have, though, especially after The Division, is this game's going to be a lot bigger on consoles than PC. Because if The mm -hmm. Division proved anything, is that Ubisoft has no idea how to secure a multiplayer. Mm -hmm. And this is the kind of game that will get wrecked with cheating. Mm. Mostly because the ways to cheat are pretty minimal, where it's like, no, just make yourself invincible or give yourself super fast regenerating health. That's all you'd have to do to really ruin a match. Oh, oh, if yeah. you want to see some funny shit, there's a singed player from way back in the day who hacked in the game and he had flash, or all of his abilities had like a millionth of a second cooldown. So he just spammed Flash and, like, just murdered everyone. Like, it was, like, diving fountain at, like, five minutes and, like, actually ruined the game for 
everyone. Yeah. It's pretty sad. <laughs> no, and, and I think that's, like, kind of like how Smite had a big console thing. I could imagine, like, if this game's going to succeed, it will be on consoles. It works great on PC from what I saw. I was playing on the um, PS4 because I, I, con- I think a controller is the correct way to play this game. Like, it feels right just given the directionality of it and stuff. And I'm not sure how well a mouse and keyboard would translate. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was real cool. But I guess speaking of real cool, the other cool thing I did was I finally got around to playing the near Automata demo or Automata demo. Uh-huh. Remember that moon face dude from E3 two years ago? Yes. This is his game. Oh. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> what is it? Um, It's... I don't know how to explain it because it's, it's made... It's platinum worked on it. And holy fuck, Platinum worked on it. Like, this has got all the Platinum telltale signs. But, like, y- you'll, be doing a ba- you'll be doing a fight, and it will be, like, a Bayonetta-style combat thing. And then it will seamlessly shift into a bullet hell thing. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, mid-fight, the camera will switch from, like, a behind-your-back to a top-down perspective. And then you're, like, dodging bullets, and it shifts back. And you're like, What? Mm-hmm. I have seen some things for this, um, just like advertisements because Amazon things. Like yeah, that the, the every advertisement I've seen for this game does not give you the like what the hell is this game feeling because that like it's a really good bullet like, top down bullet shooter thing, and then it's also a really good like action or character action game, and the fact it's two of them at the same time it's just like what. Hmm. We will do a video for it, I promise. I, I I was kind of doing a test run, actually, to see if Alex wanted to play, because I figured he'd have his mind blown correctly, but I want to get something done, I think, before mm. Alex will be safe to be in a room with, because, like, holy shit, that game comes out soon. And I went from uh. being like, eh, some people I trust are hyped about this, let's play the demo, to, yeah, I'm pre-ordering this. Why? I don't know what this game is, but now I want to go back and find the PS3 game that came before it. Because what is this franchise? Mm-mm. What is this? I needs to know. Mm-hmm. At the and same... It's a Square Enix property. Yeah, it, it's, it's got all of the right things going for it. Where it's like, it's weird. Your character is blindfolded. It's a platinum game with the platinum combat. So it's like... The melee feels real good. The boss fights are fucking huge. The design's real cool. Like, it's you're fighting as this like, gothic Lolita chick with a giant fuck-off samurai sword. Well, so, like, or, go ahead. No, I, what were you going to say? So, in all the things, like, the things that held me off from looking further into this game is all the screenshots and stuff I've seen from it. It seems very empty and, like... There's never that many enemies on screen with the characters. Not true. Not true at all. Not not, not, not true. Not even remotely true. Okay, so they're just poorly selling this. I yeah, I think it's like this is one of those things where it's like if you know, you know, like, and that's the thing. The bullet hell segments are like twelve dudes shooting at you at once, and you're weaving around the bullets and shooting mm-hmm. back at them, then getting up close for melee combat and stuff. Like it's. I, I don't know what this game is. It's like, it, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you, uh, the, the demo's free. If you're curious, go check out the demo. I hopefully will have a video up soon once we get done talking about this. Like, 
you leave the demo going like, but what is this game? Like, I have not been this like like good confused in a long ass time where it's like, I don't know what I just played. And and I really want to know why I don't know what I just played. Was it fun? Fucking yeah, it's a good platinum game as best I can tell. And like a JRPG and the world design's kind of crazy cool. But like there's so many things where just it, you, I can't stress enough. You're like, I don't know what I just got done doing. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely want to give it a playthrough. You're hyping it up. Yeah, it, it's... As someone who will give anything Platinum does a shot, the fact that I was like, eh, it looks kind of weird, Square Enix bullshitty, I'm like, no, that this is the right mix of all of the things that are coming together. That moon dude knows what's up. <laughs> moon dude. Believe in the moon dude. I, evidently, yeah. Like I, I, I kid you not, Like I enjoyed the demo of this thing so much, I'm actively trying to track down a PS3 copy of the original game, the Near original Nier. Uh, the original Nier. Oh, that's what okay. it's called? Just, yeah. This is the sequel, technically, that you in no way need to have played the original to play. Okay. Oh, that's good, too. No, but, like, they've always yeah. said, yeah, this is a better game. Like, it's it's got a bunch of improvements. The first Nier has some shortcomings. I don't care. I need to know, because the combat is similar enough that I'm like, it's still got the weird mix of bullet hell and Bayonetta. Who would think to combine this? Nice. Shmup and Bayonetta does not go together. But, yeah, I guess to finish off my what I've been up to, um, I played Ruby Grim Eclipse. We got content Sorry, coming. help you? <laughs> we got con- More than you think it should. Really? That's still... Relevant? I'm not going to answer anything because I immediately made content for this game. Oh my god. I, it's So if you're one of the people that have posted on the original video several times being like, hey, you guys doing an update, or hey, Jeff, you're just wrong. <laughs> we're, we're doing an update. We've heard you. I understand where you're coming from. Content is coming. I'll, I'll gotta so, it as you, fast as I can. Yeah, you understand why I'm like the things from the guide. Like it's just straight up a new game. Like, but it's not. So That's the issue. The game you played is better. Um, I don't know if I disagree with you. The game you played really has more don't. depth. Hmm. The game you played has meaningfully more depth and less bullshit. I think. Okay. Cool. But yeah, a, a video coming. Maybe I'll talk about it after the video goes up. I, I fucking go off in the video. But yes, I played Ruby Grim Eclipse. Stop asking for an update. It's coming. <laughs> that leaves you, Alex. Um, well, let's see. Um, didn't really do much this week. I kind of was still getting over my transition diet thing. I'm good there, but then I decided to get sick. Yeah, so what is the diet update of the week? We're here for you as a support system. I'm actually doing pretty good. Excellent. So, yes. So, um, I did end up getting sick, as you can hear in my voice, and Charlie and these guys have been saying. So, uh, yeah, it's it's 
I hate being sick with a passion because whenever I get like I get, I get I rarely get sick, but when I do, it's always really bad. So you're like me. I like, get right sick now. once a year, but it's like a landslide of disease where it just it's like yeah. kill me. Pretty much, yeah. So like last year, I got sick once and I was bedridden for about two three days. Damn. So, yeah. And uh, so today I ended up staying home, which is cool, but. Yeah, um, other than that, as far as what I did, just uh, Overwatch grind. I, I jumped back on WoW today, so which is kind of cool. I hadn't done that in a while. Um, and they changed my class up quite a bit. I played a Demon Hunter before I stopped playing, so uh, that was interesting to jump back into sure. and uh, figure out. It didn't take me too long, because luckily I know all the right resources, start, start like min-maxing myself and all that, so that worked out. But um, what else? I uh, was trying to... I was trying to find a, well, I, I signed up for the Amazon alert for the Switch and the Master Quest version of Zelda. Okay. So, I'm probably going to pick one of those up. Well, at least a Master Quest version, just to have that, and then when I get a Switch later on, I'll, I'll do that. Um, what's it called? Other than that, as far as gaming goes, nothing too much. Oh, actually, no, I take it back. Um, I did finally play uh, some multiplayer with a girlfriend. She wanted to play some games together, so... I set up Wakamele Super Turbo Crazy Tournament Edition, or whatever. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Oh but. no, I I know the Guacamele. Yeah, that also, by the way, is a great game. So, yes, you disagree? I don't. For what disagree. it is, it's a great game. Yes, that's exactly for what it is. That's a great game. It gets a little repetitive for me after a certain point. Yeah, but um, so we set up the multiplayer and we played some for a while and. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I actually kind of look forward to finding more multiplayer local games that her and I can play together. Because she did say she's always kind of wanted to play games, and I said, well, let's, let's play a couple. So we did. Wait, 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 wait. You could be filming girlfriend games? I could, actually. You should film some girlfriend games. I, that's part of the plan, actually. Yeah. Is to just do some recording stuff. So, yeah, she's excited about it. You can um, use the best intro we have, girlfriend games. <laughs> <coughs> Um, but other than, my favorite. Yeah. But um, other than that, just uh yeah, just playing Overwatch when I can. Uh close to platinum now, so I'm happy about that. Nice. I'm what just, happens uh, when couple... you achieve platinum? You go work your way up to master, I guess. And what's after master? Uh you just bragging rights. Let's say uh professional scrims. <laughs> I guess so. Um but yeah, so just kind of doing that been having fun with that um but nothing new as far as the game front goes uh it's been kind of a dry spell as far as something new oh sure so i am looking forward to jumping back to some secret world or yes i know we had to yeah because last week we didn't get a chance to but um yeah hopefully jumping into some of that again and we'll see but yeah. other than that nothing nothing new on the radar so boring week i guess yeah I forgot to mention, I played a bunch of Hitman again. Ah! That game's still really good. That game's still really good. They put out a new mission for it for the release of the physical copy, and it's like, A, it looks like you're kind of killing Nixon, which is kind of cool. But What? You're killing Italian Nixon. Like, there's just a shot of him. They, the, the target looks weirdly like Nixon, and I, I continue to have moments in that game where... I have played the 
fuck out of that game. And then I'll be like, where the fuck was this part of the level previously? <laughs> yeah. Well, I look forward to doing that. Oh, I yeah. still want to do that, that, that holiday Italy mission or whatever. Yes, the, the Santa one. Oh, we'll get you to Santa. We'll, we will get you to Santa. Yeah. So. But yeah, other than that, um, not much else on my radar. Just kind of quiet. So. Cool. Is it time for news, that means? I think it's sounds time for like, news. Sounds like it's time for news. Uh, starting us off with some weird news, I guess. Um, Mad Cats, you know those guys behind um, lots of third-party controllers and other devices, are mm-hmm. in danger of being delisted from the New York Stock Exchange. Huh. I guess... Have they even st- still been making stuff since, like... I know they were big during the Street Fighter Four era. Like... They're still making sticks and stuff like that, but so... I was going to say a little backstory on this one. They're the guys that were going to make all the Rock Band equipment with that re-release that happened a year or so back, and that oh, yeah. tanked. And they've yet to recover since. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, for what it's worth, their stock's kind of sitting at roughly... Uh, 15 cents share. <laughs> and to be listed, I guess you have to be above a dollar a share for 30 days in a row. So, yeah. Say so, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It kind of makes sense in a way. Like, that rock band thing was company. It was a company ending fuck up. And um, it's just amazing. Was it Harmonix? Isn't the company that got ended? Well, so it's it's because they're the ones making the third-party controllers and stuff. Like they they doubled yeah. down in the wrong area, and like it, it was for Rock Band Four, they were making all the stuff, and no one bought it, and they lost eleven million bucks on it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also it didn't so help wait, no that, one bought Rock Band Four. No one bought the accessories for Rock Band Four. Ah. And this is not so this isn't original Rock Band 4. This was the new console re-release of Rock Band 4. Okay. With all kinds of bullshit um DLC the imports and stuff like that. Like it's I it was like oh, people bought this for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. If we bring it over and make it so you can transfer all your DLC, people will totally buy this again. That was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just a mess across the board. And I, it's one of those things where it's like, this was way too little, way too late. And what you're doing also isn't that great. Like, the, at its peak, Rock Band had a bunch of stuff, like, fully, like, the electronic drum kits were supported as yeah. input devices and stuff, which is nuts, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, as someone who owns a drum kit, they got an amazing amount of technology into not much cost yeah no and it's other things like the fact that the ceo general counsel and the chairman all resigned january 2016 oh uh markman yeah and then 30 percent of the staff got axed oh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that doesn't inspire a vote of confidence no none of this is surprising but i thought it was just worth kind of I've bought some shitty third-party devices from Mad Cats over the years, and I continue to be annoyed by them. I won't buy Mad Cats because of a memory card they sold me for my GameCube that flat-out didn't work. 
Um, yeah. I bought one of their fight pads, which actually weren't too bad, because uh, I've never been a player for fight sticks as far as when they do like, you know, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter yeah. and all that. And uh, I really liked the, the the fight pad; it worked out great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, now I just play like on an Xbox controller or a PS4 controller. That so. stuff they seem to do a little bit better, and like. You're talking recent Mad Cats. I'm talking like the 90s, early 2000s Mad Cat, where that company was synonymous with like hot garbage. It's like, hey, you want this off-brand Xbox 360 controller? It's made of transparent plastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that shit. Nobody, the Mad Cat controller back work. in the 90s, <laughs> the Mad Cat controllers of the 90s are the ones you gave your friend when they came over that you hated, to play yeah. multiplayer games with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is it too small and too big at the same time? Yeah, that that's a pretty good description. Yeah. PlayStation so, controllers are supposed to like kind of go back at an angle. Why is it straight across like a goddamn handlebar? Yeah. <laughs> well, so um, we got lots of sad news, I guess, this week. So moving on from Mad Cats, though, the founder of Namco... Masaya Nakamura, I hope I pronounced that correctly, because the man's a great man, has passed away at age 91. Yeah, I heard about that. Yes. Rest in peace, good sir. Yes, he... Uh, as a on-again, off-again, pretty consistent fan of Namco, I'm very happy you founded a company I've been a fan of over the, all these years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not much more to say on that, just thought it was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. But on to action. So, um, mm-hmm. well, just before we go into it, I know this is fucked up to say or you know to have, but sure. If you like, if you read the comments in one of the articles that was listed, one of the comments is the Pac-Man death sound effect. Yeah, which is <laughs> he invented Pac-Man. <laughs> if you love Pac-Man, this is the man you credit. Yep. Damn. So rest in peace. Indeed. Rest in peace. Yeah, Mr. Pac-Man. Yes. Moving on from that, though, um, Nintendo has delayed the Animal Crossing mobile game. I didn't know we had a release date to delay. I didn't know there was an Animal Crossing game coming out for mobile. I was wondering what the group collective reaction was going to be. Well, step in the right direction, I I guess. you, You think it has anything to do with the fact that Super Mario Run bombed? I so that's the thing. It didn't bomb, bomb. It just didn't get the same reaction that they were hoping for. And I, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I suspect it's because of that. Yeah, that's my guess. But then again, like I mean, unless you're a super hardcore Nintendo follower, I, I personally, as just a general gamer, had absolutely no idea. Oh no! As, as someone who out. loves Animal Crossing, the idea of putting that thing on my phone i'm like finally they understand Uh Um, but they caught on yeah yeah mobile stardew valley yeah it's it's a game i have to check in every day like make it as easy as possible for me to play it during lunch like don't like as someone who has a switch on pre-order i'm not interested to have to be like okay time to play animal crossing click do 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 do, lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mostly have the reaction of, 
wait, there was a release date announced for that game? How do you delay something that has no release date? <laughs> yeah. Repeatedly? I don't know. Evidently. Do you have when it was delayed too? Uh, there was no real specific date. So um, the Japanese fiscal year starts April 1st, so sometime after that. All right. Yeah. Okay, so um, we got a bit of financial news, I guess, next. Um, so uh, Follow me for a couple secs on this one. I think it was last week or two weeks ago we talked about varying fluctuations in currency causing some potential hardship for some gamers out there. And, well, as it stands, the Xbox Live price in India is essentially going to double. Ugh. Now, before you, before you start groaning, it's going from, like, $5 a month to, like, $10 a month, putting it in line with what we Americans pay for it. But seeing as in Indian rupees, that's listed out as, like, 699 or 350 rupees, that's potentially a significant jump for some people. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know what you can get for 100 rupees versus not, but I thought this is more important to talk about because with the way the economy's going globally, shit's going to get weird for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we talked about the kind of Kiwi selling stuff recently. We've talked about that jump in prices in the App Store. Like, if there's a game you're thinking about buying, now might be a good time to get those pre-orders locked in for a set price. Yeah. 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 Uh, moving on from that, though, Valve has started to block accounts in an attempt to crack down on Team Fortress 2 gambling. Kind of like the CSGO gambling Yeah, it's stuff. exactly like that. Yeah. Well, that was a matter of time, because there was a big stink about the CSGO one, so... Yeah, you know, it's only a matter of time. I didn't realize there was this big a gambling scene for Team Fortress. I, if I, you asked me if that I game was still relevant, I'd have been like, "It is." Actually, have you gone back to play it recently? No, I have not. I've not played that game in a while. It's, it has changed a lot, and I um, actually don't like it because it—they're really like the great thing about TF2 back in the day was that it was very like you jump in, find a server, jump in, you're good. Like that's it. Yeah, there's no. You know, if then or buts, you can get your items as you played. No big deal. Now they have this whole, like, intro, like, so-and-so team versus so-and-so team. And, like, you level up so you gain, like, experience from playing games. Like, it's very much... You, you, the, the, I mean, ever since Overwatch came out, like, TF2 has changed quite a bit. And they've added all this weird stuff that really just kind of took away from the fun of TF2. You know? Like... TF2 was around for so long, they could have pushed something like that and created some sort of esports scene. But now that Overwatch has gotten super popular with the way they have it set up, all of a sudden they're like, well, let's just do it too. And they did it shortly after the release, as far as I've heard. Uh. So it just it sticks away from the charm. Like, it's trying to be something else. When, it, when TF2 has always been about, you know, hats. competitive team and hats. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think it's a step in the wrong direction, but I didn't realize there was such a big gambling scene for that. I yeah, I neither did I. Is the real answer. I, I I was very much surprised. Where it's like, wait, what? Enough people care about TF2 still to actually have a gambling problem? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
But moving on from that, uh, I suspect this will hit you close to home, Alex. Club Penguin is closing down. No! I'm not sure which one of you. I feel like I've talked to one of you two about Club Penguin in some weird, like, ironic way. And I'm not sure which one of you it is anymore. Was that you, Jeff? Potentially? I don't know. I... A lot of MMOs were shutting down. For those confused with the hell Club Penguin is, it's a kid-friendly MMO pushed by Disney. It came out in 2007. It's made a shit ton of money over the years. It's being closed down to kind of promote a new mobile spinoff of it, essentially. Makes some sense. Yeah. I, I, this is kind of like when someone mentioned to me recently that Neopets was still a thing, where I'm like, wait, What? Those relics are still out there? Damn. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like I knew someone who was crazy into Club Penguin to the point where it's like, you're you're a grown-ass adult. This is creepy. (laughs) What is Club Penguin? Searching Club Penguin, like, right now. Yeah. Um... I have immediately stumbled into a wiki how on how to be cool on Club Penguin. Damn. <laughs> One of there the steps is don't cheat. It's actually step five. Uh, don't cheat. It can result in a ban and everything you had will be lost. Step six is buy and maintain an igloo. So I'm assuming that this was written like, like commissioned by Disney. Step eight is get a membership. Step nine is have fun. Step ten is give us your money. All of your money. <laughs> yeah. Club penguin, bitches. Mm. This is a club for penguins and penguins only. We don't like your kind here. Get out of here, puffin. <laughs> yeah. So I I actually want to hear the answers on this from you too. Uh Overwatch. Do you though? Uh, Unfortunately, yes, because I am curious, as always, when it comes to Overwatch stuff. So, um, Blizzard's outlined some changes to help buff Bastion. Uh-huh. What the fuck okay. does that mean for a character that turns into a turret for his gimmick? And is this something that the scene was crying for? Well, it's so, more well, like... Jeff, you wanna... uh, I was gonna, or it's been a while since I've paid as close of attention to Overwatch, but, like... Bastion is a character that gets played, or, or the solution to him is teamwork. Sure. So the minute that teamwork kicks in, he just gets completely shit on. And there's a certain level of, like, upper tier that if Bastion is going to have any relevance, I guess he has to be even more broken than he currently is. It's probably going to make him an absolute, like, sore in the lower tiers. Like, it's probably just going to make something that was a crappy situation for lower tier players and make it worse or it'll force people to actually work hmm. together who knows so, say what was your take so um the thing is bastion is kind of a one one trick pony yeah like if he gets set up he 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 mows shit down like that's what he does but unless he's in turret mode he's pretty much fucking useless like his run around rifle is shit his healing, like, you have to stand still completely to heal, and the moment you get tapped, you stop healing. So, there's stuff like that. So, so the, like... The stuff I was reading basically said they were going to actually maybe change that so you can heal while you're moving, yeah. and the goal was to make the gun better. Yeah, so they're making it so that, like... Yeah, from what I'm reading, is the recon mode is the 
you know, he can run around and the rifle actually is more viable. Um, so he still has an option to move around, but also the, you know, the sentry mode is also just kind of like, you know, it, 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 once you're in sentry mode, it's pretty good, but obviously, um, you're stuck there. Like you're in sentry mode, you're not moving anywhere. So you have to constantly keep repositioning. Sure. And yeah, again, like there, he has some absolute hard counters. Like sniping, so, yeah. Well, sniping is one, but uh, a good Genji. Well, if the Bastion's an idiot and they just hold down left click, a Genji will mow them down when they shoot at the Genji. So Genji is a hard counter go behind them. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of the mobile characters, stuff like that. So um, he's like not that you know, he's not that great. That's why actually I think from some of the previous tournaments, his like I think he was the least picked character of sure. any on the roster. Just because he's such a one-trick pony, like the other way know. that you can deal with them is if you are if you coordinate with your tank to have like okay, as Reinhardt, I'm going to pop out, and you had better kill that motherfucker dead, and then you'll do that very successfully. It's just if either you or your Reinhardt go out first, you're gonna die. Yeah, it's yeah. just the parative like or the the paired you need to go out together. Yeah, that makes sense. So. I mean, I mean, the, one of the things that made Bastion interesting, like I guess, I guess, was the fact that he was always, you know, he's immobile. So certain game modes, like the payload, some people, and, I, and this was early on because people didn't know how to counter him. People would put Bastion on the payload, we set did up that as in a our sentry, video, and just actually, ride, yeah. yeah, and just ride the payload to victory. So you know, with like a Diva Matrix and Reinhardt Shield in front, yeah, he could just mow stuff down. But yeah, by himself or just like. Trying to fit into other game modes, it doesn't really work. Because he's just easily, you know, he doesn't have a big health pull. <coughs> he, his, his heals get interrupted, so. Mm. It's like imagine having a, a heal character that when you got hit, you would stop healing entirely. Like Mercy. If her stream stopped healing when she got hit, like that would be. She would be completely shit. So his heal mechanic kind of blows because even even Roadhog Roadhog can heal, but he he'll, he'll heal through people hitting him. So, no, that makes a lot of sense. I I was curious, and I guess before we move on from this though, I, I have a question: Why does every article I read on this topic inform me that Bastion fucks? Because <laughs> he just mows fucking people down when he's in like sentry mode. Fair enough. Like, he, he absolutely destroys Reinhardt shields, um, the Winston bubble that he drops. Like he, he, you know, he's great for, like basically, like, you know, he was the tank buster. He would destroy, he melts tanks. So all right, yeah, yeah no, people so, just get sick of seeing us play of the games because there's like, it's if you see a play of the game and like a tracer's blipping around the map, throwing a grenade and like, ju- or like you know dipping and weaving and doing crazy shit and then you see a bastion just hold left click it's really like it just takes the wind right out of your sails <laughs> even though the bastion yeah. player is not at fault for this happening like he you have equal opportunity to play the damn character but it's still it's just like uh yeah working as so. intended unfortunately <laughs> yeah so uh. yeah i'm interested to see what they do i do know that there was a big talk about how bastion was before the game released in the early beta days, he had his own Reinhardt shield in front of him. So, that was kind of interesting, but they took huh. that away, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, so. it's... I. 
as much as I do not play Overwatch, it's one of those things where it's unavoidable for me not to pick up weird stuff about it. And I really needed the why does like why does every news article I read on this mention that Bastion fucks explained? I'm like, but what does this mean? Hmm? I don't know. I think, like I said, I think it's just because he mows fucking people down. Fair. He's got a good setup. Ah, uh, fair. Other That's than that, like, my first yeah. time hearing that. <laughs> fair, huh? You two were useless to me on this one, but. <laughs> But yeah, like it, it's nice that they're looking at characters that aren't getting used to try to fuck with the meta, because I mean, like you have like certain picks that are absolutely always on the like on the roster. You you almost always are going to have a seventy six because seventy six is probably one of the best DPS in the game right now, mm-hmm. as far as it goes. Um, Reinhardt's usually always a solid pickup for a tank, you know. Um, Sombra was supposed to be one of those hard counters to that, and she's just underwhelming as well. So. She also had some of the least picks in the in some of the recent tournaments. So she only works in like really well, like prof- really well coordinated professional teams that can do things like get ten million healing out of a single pack because they're playing around holding that point defensively. Whereas you know, me and five chums are not going to pull that off. Fair, yeah. So they're apparently looking at her, like some of the stuff they're going to do with her. I saw this really good uh, player suggestion as far as what she can do. Or some of the buffs. And one of my favorites was uh, making that so when she hacks a player, either the bullets follow that player to hit them, kind of like the uh, the Soldier 76 ult kind of thing, or make it so that people who are hacked take double damage, or something like that. Mm. So, we'll see, but, you know, as of right now, she's also one of the characters that just doesn't get played because, you know, they're pretty useless to the meta. So Sure. Nah, yeah. It's interesting. No, go ahead. No, I was going to end this. If you got more to say, go for it. I was going to say it was interesting how like quickly the game dropped into, like, these are the essential picks, this is the meta, and this and that, and Blizzard is actively trying to disrupt the meta as much as possible each time. Like, as soon as the tank meta became the big thing, and I don't know if you... Jeff, if you heard about the tank meta? The tank meta? Like, when it was yeah. three tanks, three healers, and then you uh, can't move them? Kinda. Kind of thing like that, but also, like, three tanks, uh, a DPS, and two healers. So... Mm-hmm. And Anna was always one of the healers, and your secondary hero, healer was either a, uh, a Lucia or a Mercy or whatever. But, like, yeah. Like, you didn't need a second DPS because Roadhog put out so much damage. So, you, yeah, know, you that, would run. That was one of those, like, Roadhog might not be a tank is the problem here. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he he's a weird, like, tank. But he is because yeah. he has such a large health pool. He one-shots everything now even better because they fixed mm-hmm. all the, the, the hook thing. Hasn't really affected him. In fact, Hook 2.0 is kind of more of a nightmare than Hook 1.0 was. How so? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, he can't pull you through walls like he did with some of the other ones before, but now he can pull you and turn his body and drop you off the map. Apparently. If you set it up right, you can actually hook somebody facing, like, let's say, north, and then turn your body west, facing west. I saw a so video When you pull them, actually, it drops them yeah. west. Yeah. So. I thought that was intentional. Yeah, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I don't think that was something that was being done before, so, yeah. Don't know. Being able to control the direction you drop them at is kind of interesting, too, but, yeah. Um, I just like that Blizzard's actively trying to fuck with the meta and oh. make people constantly change and guess what's going on. I don't know if they do that actively with League, Jeff. Oh, God, yeah. They do? Oh, yeah. League of Legends has, like, one big once a year where they do it, like... They shake up everything. It would be like now Diva's an assassin and Tracer's a tank, almost like level of fuck um, with. Oh, okay. 
Well, I don't think they're going at that levels, but at least I've noticed like every single one of these like patches that they've put out with, they've fucked up the meta, which I think is great. So, <laughs> I mean, you still have certain characters that are always picked, but you know, it, it'll vary, and I kind of like that. So, we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. I guess moving on from that, uh, by March of 2018, Bioware's next IP, a new IP, will have arrived. Arrived or announced? Uh, arrive is what this uh, is what I found. It's an action adventure title of some kind, not an RPG, and yeah, uh, not much is known about this. It was teased. A couple times, but I don't know a goddamn thing about it. And I could go for some new Bioware in my life, like actually new Bioware. As excited yeah. as I am for more Mass Effect, it's kind of a okay. What do you got? Dragon Age Four? No, no. I said <laughs> new, not rehashing of shit. Hmm. Okay. Fuck Dragon Age. <laughs> the first one's fine. The second one is bad. The third one is The Witcher, or trying to be. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that. That would be interesting. Bioware does put out good. Yeah. No, I say Bioware does put out good, like, RPG-esque. Yeah, stuff, no, so. it's, it's... I. Anything they... Anytime they want to try something new, I'm always curious, because I may not like it, but there's a certain level of quality to it. Moving on from that, as I mentioned earlier... The For Honor open beta starts February 9th. If you want to go get into that, go to the For Honor website. There's ways of signing up. It'll be a four-day thing. It'll run the 9th through the 12th. Yeah. Stab and hack and slash at each other. It'll be fun. Yeah. Hacking I look forward slashing, to doing slashing like and hacking. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about it on that. I know a lot of people... I. A surprising number of people were like, holy shit, there was a closed beta. I'm like, yes, yes, there was. And there's an open one coming. This game looks cool. Yeah, you should check that shit out. But moving on from that. Uh, There's a rumor or two going around that the Nintendo Switch's online service, the one that uses your phone as the chat option, will be cheaper than the one that exists for PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. So it's going to cost like $5 as opposed to 10 well, it better be fucking cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I... Seeing as they've detailed none of what this thing really does aside for, like, hey, you get one, f- you get limited access to one free game a month, and you have to use your phone for chat, it's... I don't get why anyone would justify paying for this. Yeah. I don't know what Nintendo's up to. <laughs> I... Like... Yeah. I don't hold my beer. <laughs> right there, you go. Yeah. Nah, the, the the information out there says it's gonna cost maybe like thirty bucks a year or something like that. Which, yes, that's cheaper than the sixty it costs to do the Xbox One or the PS4, but it's not meaningfully. It's only it. It's half the price of a pretty negligible. If you're smart about sales and shit like that, potentially uh. close to the same price service. That is superior, as best as we can tell. But, yeah, moving on from that, we have our last news article before we move on to our main topic, and this is a doozy. 
You know that um, Zenimax versus Oculus loss that we've been following around for a little while now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A jury just awarded Zenimax half a billion dollars. What? You may remember the original lawsuit was for like 2.2, and then I think Zenimax bumped it to 4 something billion, but the verdict has come down. Zenimax won, not the full billions, but still roughly $500 million going to Zenimax for that. And I will now read the breakdown for it. Okay. So basically what it boils down to is a NDA was done, was broken. So and basically it is Oculus has to pay 200 million for breaking that NDA, 50 million for copyright infringement, and then on top of that an additional 50 million uh, how do I explain this one? Sorry, Lucky and Oculus each have to contribute 50 million to this whole thing for false designations, which basically is they may have kind of lied a wee bit. And last but not least, Oculus co-founder Brendan Irib has to pay $150 million for also false designation. Huh. Yeah, and, like, stuff came out. You even had, like, John Carmack saying, like, yeah, I took a shit ton of code from ZeniMax when I left. Probably shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the general crux of it all is that it was illegal misappropriation of a variety of things ranging from trade secrets to code and all that stuff. And it has also come out that Facebook intends to appeal the case and uh, ZeniMax seeks to get an, injun an injunction put in so they can't do that kind of thing. But basically it's, yeah, the thing we've kind of suspected all along since this whole came to light Maybe there was some validity to Zenimax being like, yeah, you stole our shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to go totally into it because you can dig down research on this yourself, but like some of the um, Facebook and Oculus defenses were like, Zenimax is trying to get in on the future and stuff like that. Like, they, they passed on this and now they're trying to steal Oculus from us. Well, turns out Zenimax can now stop Oculus from selling more units, possibly. Mm -hmm. huh. Which, I, I suspect this will all be real bad for the VR industry across the board. But... Well, hopefully they cut a deal. I don't think Oculus actually wants <laughs> the VR spice to stop flowing. Yeah, I don't think they want it either. I think the issue is... ZeniMax is now very much within their legal and kind of fiscal corporation company rights to be like, no, we own a significant share of this now. And all the money that in theory was going back into Facebook and going into the Oculus stuff, you're probably not getting all of it, but you're diverting a potentially sizable stream. Like, yeah, it's not anywhere near the amount of money they initially were suing for, but $500 oh. million is still a fuck ton of money. Oh, no, it is. I'm just saying that if ZeniMax can get a cut of what Oculus is doing and allow them to do it, it's going to be more profitable to them than just telling Oculus not to make something. Yeah, and I, I think it goes one step further where it's... I don't, it's just, I don't think Oculus is doing that well. I think the idea of Oculus getting shut down even temporarily could be very detrimental to Oculus as a platform, especially when you have the vibe out there that's 
maybe not quite as good from a controlling standpoint, but a superior piece of hardware on paper and getting a uh, lot better support and not involved in a giant costly lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this shakes out. I'm sure Facebook will try and legal their way out of it, but I, if the details of this lock, of this court case are to be believed, it's pretty cut and dry where it's like, yeah, whether it's scummy or not, yeah, you took be... our stuff. Yeah. It's real fat. If you've ever wanted to get an inside look at what like certain parts of the game industry are like, it's real worth checking out the details of this court case because it is just crazy what goes on with it. Yeah. Huh. No, and I, I guess to take it one step further, my favorite piece of backlash from this has been everyone being like, man, Bethesda should just split from ZeniMax. Bethesda founded ZeniMax. Oh. People seem to think that Bethesda is owned by ZeniMax, and it may technically <coughs> be that case at this one because it's a studio, but they made the ZeniMax umbrella. Ah. So all you shitheads out there being like, no, Bethesda's a great company, and ZeniMax makes them look evil. It's all the same. Follow the money. They release Fallout 4. They're not good people. No reaction from Jeff on that one. That's surprising. I've given up on trying to convince you that... <laughs> Games where games that don't have a protagonist um, that isn't yourself are worthwhile. Fair. You're too determined not to be you, and I can't fix that. You need a psychologist. I don't mind being <laughs> me. I just it, that is not my <laughs> issue with Fallout Four. Trust me, that is not my issue with Fallout Four. We'll go into this on a separate podcast where there is no news to talk about and no main topic. <laughs> We can rehash that game of the year fight all over again. But leading into our main topic, though, kind of in the things we've always suspected, but now there's actual documentation because people are reporting on it now, span of life. Uh. It has been officially revealed, and by officially I mean actually revealed via investigation and journalism and shit, that... There's a bunch of real scummy incentivization programs at GameStop to sell you used crap as opposed to new stuff. And it goes as deep as keeping track of what employees are successfully pushing used games and consoles on people as opposed to new stuff. Huh. Okay. And as a result, you can get fired if you don't keep the quotas up. So I... How much do you guys know about the kind of GameStop fiscal model involving used games? Um, I'm surprised that this isn't just like a description of lots of companies. Sure. But I can see this exact model just being car sales. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Actually, that's an accurate comparison. Yeah, but the, the difference might be that it's much harder to sell a used car, even if it's only like a year old, for the same price as a new game or for a new mm -hmm. car. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I always knew they were up to some shady, yeah. shady shit anyway. And it just I mean, goes to show how much we were all always getting bent over when we turned games in. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I exactly. Guess I, neither of you are coming out and saying it, but like, 
anyone who's ever bought a used game from a GameStop or sold a used game to a GameStop has it witnessed that great moment of, oh, I want to buy this used game. It came out a couple months ago. Yeah, it's still 50 bucks. Yeah. But it's that's... used. Okay, can I sell this game for $50? Nah, we'll give you like 10 15 if you get store credit. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. And why this is important to GameStop is is that it's in a hundred percent return on profits. Where with a new thing, they've bought X amount, and they're not paying what you're paying, but the profit margin's a lot slimmer because they're not getting the whole sale. On a fifty-five dollar sale, as opposed to a sixty sale, they're making the whole fifty-five dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always been scummy as shit. Like I, it's. I found it just kind of funny where it's like, oh, this is actually a thing and not just something we all made up because we all kind of dislike GameStop. Awesome. Yeah. We all knew that we were getting disproportionately bent over by that company. Yes. And this is just kind of so in that they they are actively pushing that fact because it is that much more viable of a margin. Yeah. That said, if it was even like, I mean, obviously we're finding out that it's, you know, turnkey 100% higher margin but they probably would have pushed it just the same if it was you know a four percent higher margin that's just you know lean manufacturing yeah yeah that's why i never try to take my games at all to fucking GameStop. fuck those guys no no the amount of times or the amount of games i have that i'm glad that i never sold i'm never reselling games in general yeah exactly oh yeah no we're collector's pieces even the weird regret I have felt over some of the consoles I've sold over the years, less so games because I keep all the awesome ones, but yeah, I regret doing a bunch of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, for GameStop employees, it sucks you have this thing called Circle of Life that if you don't hit certain quotas, you get fired on. or You get fired from your job for not pushing hard enough. But I thought it would be a fun way to jump off of that to... What are other scummy kind of sales or marketing tactics that we've gotten to witness in gaming industry that are kind of your favorites, heavier quotations, where it's like, well, you're obviously lying to me, but... I mean, to beat on a dead horse, or at least the one that's out in the open, I remember a time before when, if you pre-ordered a game, one, you got the game for like $10 off. Yeah. Yeah. Two... You didn't get anything additional in the game. You still got the entire game in its entirety. And I don't recall perfectly which game it was. It may have been a Grand Theft Auto game. That was the first game that um, GameStop released with a GameStop exclusive that if you pre-ordered it through them, you got like an extra like thousand bucks in-game plus like a gun or two. It was like the first one that kind of got to my attention. And that was one of those, the beginning of the end moments where it's like, well, I guess this happens every time from now on. Yeah. To the point that it's like, oh, what what uh, pre-order incentives are they giving me? And none of them amount to $10 off the fucking game. Yeah. Oh, no, it's why I've suddenly started pre-ordering all of my stuff through Amazon because they give you that, hey, are you Prime? The Prime discount. Take 20% yeah. off. I'm like, fucking yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've been doing that because also I love having hard copies of my games. Yeah. Or at least the ones I'm going to have for console and stuff. Oh, no. It's it's become very much a thing where I'm like, you know, if I'm paying 60 bucks still, I'm getting from Amazon. It's the same level of hassle, and it's a little bit cheaper now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember back when pre-ordering got you some like bullshit Chotsky or something. Like my favorite of which is my Harvest Moon cow to this day. When I bought the original mm-hmm. Harvest Moon for my Nintendo 64, Harvest Moon 64. I'm not sure it's the original original, but it came with a little stuffed cow from the game. And that's like it's like nothing has been better than this ever. And it cost you an extra ten dollars? No, it was holy fuck! You're actually buying this game? Fucking yeah! Have a cow. Mm-mm. Yeah, the, the uh, pre-ordering has also kind of become kind of just a weird thing too as well. Um, now, like, they give you stuff that's, like, super exclusive and actually affects the gameplay. Yeah. When it was just cosmetic shit, I can understand. Like, okay, that's cool, I guess. You know, like, but now it's it's become this whole other thing. And, like, you know, you pre-order, and then the game you pre-order ends up, you end up fucking regretting anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, and on top of that, there's no return policy in the gaming industry. So it's like, this game sucks. Well, you bought it. Sucks to be you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. you know we're, 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 we won't. You know we'll bring up specifics. Obviously, number one guilty of this is fucking No Man's Sky, that promised a bunch of shit. Which leads me to my next, the next thing: scummy game tactics. When you promise a bunch of shit and it never happens. So yeah, I get that one, but I also think like part of being a game dev is about being a hype man, where it's like. There's a certain level of, we totally want to do this. And, like, I don't believe everything a game dev says, but it's like, we really wanted to do this in No Man's Sky. Okay, cool. But then to fall, I, I, I get it. Like, there's, there's over-promising, and then there's being, like, don't be Peter Molyhue, who's like, you can fucking cut down these trees and they'll grow back later. No, we know it's not happening, but be like, hey, it's this <laughs> cool integrated magic system. Okay, that seems more plausible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get what you're saying. There's a, there's a fine line between being a hype man and being like, and then you'll go to space. How does that fit into this medieval warfare game? Don't worry, it all makes sense. Are you yeah. sure there'll be space? Are you sure it'll make sense? Yeah. Nah, it's that's that's a good one. I. I'd the, say. Or right, go ahead. I kind of want to almost say, like, my favorite one currently is either the early access scum you can do, where it's like, pre-order Call of Duty, get access to it on Friday, as opposed to Tuesday, and it's like... Buy it on a PlayStation? Yeah. I- I'm okay Because that's with... that exact example. Yeah. You're saying you're okay with? I'm okay with, like, the cosmetic thing. Like, I, I know with Destiny, I bought... I pre-ordered... I- I literally pre-ordered Modern Warfare Advanced Warfare, or not, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, for a fucking shader. And I'm not ashamed <laughs> of that fact. It's still one of the best shaders in the game, but that's neither here nor there. But I digress. Uh, nah, it's, it's the early access I think shitty, because it's like, just fucking release the game on Friday. Please stop doing the Saturday thing or the Tuesday thing. I hate Tuesday. Everyone hates Tuesday. The Friday's the start of the weekend, the time I want to play the video game on. Mm-hmm. Don't turn me into yeah. that guy I was the first week Borderlands 2 came out where I wasn't sleeping because I'm like, gotta play Borderlands 2. I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... 
Hmm. Yeah, the real estate kind of sucks. The, uh, I guess the one that also really irks me, the scummy tactics, is day, z- day one DLC. Mm-hmm. That's that, not so much a tactic as just occasionally a reality, but which ones are you calling out specifically? Because there are ones that make sense versus... Um, well, like, ones that, like, they're, they're, I, well, I think, didn't Marvel 3 have day one DLC? Or, like, you had extra characters you could buy. Yes, and so, uh, that one's a little bit scummy, but it's not that bad, because the reality is, and this is, I, I came up to defend this angle of it, that's more of a, hey, we sent the games to get published, and then we kept working, so here's some extra stuff we have ready for the game already. Well, no, see, that wasn't the issue. The DLC was already in the disc. On disc you had to DLC, pay to not, unlock that's, it. That's different. That, yeah, that's different. Yeah. No, the, the DLC that I was referring to was already on the disc when they shipped the game out, which means yeah. the DLC was done. So when you bought the disc, you couldn't use your full version of the game you just fucking bought. Shit like that has gotten really annoying. Yeah, I guess, like, on the same note, that for Mass Effect 3, there was the, um kind of on this DLC thing, but at the same time, that one got misconstrued because if you just bought... Remember that brief time period you had to buy registration keys for used games? I think that was... Yeah, there was a brief period of time. I think Wasn't it like a lot of the EA games? A lot of the EA games, a couple other ones, where if you bought a used game, you didn't have access to the multiplayer. You had to buy like a $15 access key, essentially, on the logic that Uh used games saves you money. And then it's like, no, no, we don't get any money off that sale as a publisher or a developer, and we need that money. So if you pay fifteen bucks, we'll give you access to it. And Mass Effect Three got in trouble where like there was a whole character in that game locked behind one of those things, and people were like, no, he's in the game, and it's like, yeah, yeah, he's in the game because they had to write him into the game or they had stuff set up for him, but he is the reward for buying a new copy of the game. Like, this is intentional. Uh-huh. They're not hiding that fact. <laughs> the difference in your case being like, this, like, no, 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 no. This is there, but it's designed, like, if you buy a new copy of the game, you get immediate access to them. If you buy a used copy, you have to pay 15 bucks for them. And also get access to multiplayer and shit. Yeah, that whole passcode time period pissed me off because it was also scummy, but mostly it fucking sucks putting in full-digit c- codes on a fucking console. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, that so. that PlayStation beeping sound of <laughs> PS3 still haunts me. Yeah. <sighs> it's entertaining how many of these things kind of link back to GameStop. Uh, yeah, well, actually. I've got, or I've got one that kind of links to Steam. Oh? Another realtor. I, it drove me nuts when it initially came out when you had the TF2 when they started producing content in one game to pimp another. Sure. Where you start first started having the TF or buy pre-order this game to get a TF2 hat of like that game and stuff. It wasn't the scummiest thing on the planet, but that kind of like I never enjoyed that. Sure. Um, it felt very cheap and like great. Thanks for putting that, a paywall between me and content. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's, that, that's just cosmetic stuff at that point, which, yeah. don't get me wrong, I've been like, yeah. I fucking want that hat several times in a video game. Yeah. 
And it's like, no, <laughs> that one leads to like the depressing reality of like, I know that there are people out there who would like, I bought this game, I tossed it over my shoulder, and I got the hat in TF2. It's like there is a game now that is being bought and fucking like collecting computer dust webs. Yeah. Like completely unloved. I don't know. I don't like any of that. I don't like any of the way that whole scenario sits. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. I, I guess when we're talking about Steam, I have been, I'm not sure on the podcast, but for many years an outspoken kind of weirdly anti-Steam person because you don't actually own any of the games you buy for, through them, which I've always been like, we shouldn't be okay with this. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have Gog yeah. out there being like, nope, you fucking own the game. Download it, do whatever the hell you want at that point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's just more people miss the fact that if you ever get your Steam account like fully lost or banned, every game on it becomes lost to you. Mm. It's actually I'm always wondering. Like, I've never noticed like it's like, yeah, you're banned from multiplayer, but it's like, but what? Ha can you get full on banned permanently from Steam? Um, I don't think so. I think you get banned for the multiplayer stuff, but, like, you can still access some single-player games. That makes sense. So, yeah, I don't know what you would do to actually get, like, banned from Steam as itself. Like, hacking and all that just gets you banned from the game that you were doing it in. Sure. Well, Whereas, no, they have the like, Steam Guard. Well, they have the uh, the, the Steam... There's, a, there's a thing. Yeah, the VAC system. It, it blocks yeah. you from all multiplayer games, doesn't it, eventually? I don't know. I I know people have gotten blocked, but it didn't like shut down their Steam account. Like it just like in certain Steam games, you just could are like in old Counter Strike. That just meant you had to play on not VAC certified servers, which were out there. Okay. And they sucked to play on because people just fucking hacked like crazy, and like it was shitty. Whose aimbot then, is um, better? Yeah, and then you would or um. And, like, people own other games through them, and it doesn't stop you from playing the others. It's just the pe the people I know who tended to get banned a lot also tended to not buy a lot of Steam games on any particular account. Uh, mm. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was Titanfall or some other game. If you were caught cheating, you would get put on servers with only other cheaters. Mm -hmm. Was that Titanfall? I don't know. But yeah, they had this thing where if it that detected somebody, you were using, yeah, yeah if, you were detect, if you were detected was cheating, that. they put you on servers with other cheaters. If only. you were doing enough disconnecting and stuff, they would put you um, in matches only with other people that were doing um, rage quitting and stuff. Ah, huh? They put you in jail and you had to work your way out. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a good deterrent. <laughs> You have to fight other people like you. Have fun, except you won't. <laughs> I'm running dry on examples. I, I know I'm sure Jeff would like to go to bed at some point, and mm. Alex would like to be able to rest his throat. Any any more you guys got or no? I think I'm good for now. Yeah. I think I'm good on that one. Yeah, so let's bring this to a close, I suppose. So, yeah, we are the Wicked Awesome cast. Uh, we can be reached at... WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. What's that one, Alex? WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. Excellent. The Wicked uh, Not The Wicked, just WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. <laughs> it's the best way of contacting uh, us. What? what? Yeah, I mean, it's not like you created the email or anything, Charlie. <laughs> no, that's the Wicked Man's fault. <laughs> yeah. 
No, we'd love to hear from you. We have no email to read or respond to this week. So, yeah, send us some. We like, we like answering the questions and stuff. But with that being said, uh, we also have a YouTube channel. And we also have a Twitch channel or account. What, what, what is a Twitch thing called? Channel. Okay. Twitch channel. I don't know what the young people say. Hmm. But, so, I, I'm officially announcing a little live streaming event. I will be starting up probably mid-February, if not towards the end, called The Run. And I am going to attempt to marathon my way through all three Mass Effect games before Mass Effect Andromeda comes out. And I was looking wow. up the average runtime of those three games the other day, and the shortest one clocks in at, like, 17 hours. For all three games? For one game. Oh, fuck. And that's like the speed-running, only story campaign shit. And I'm like, no, I, I can't do that to Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect 3. you got to do the side shit. Like, Mass Effect 1, fuck all that side content off. Most of it's garbage anyway. And it's mm -hmm. still like 20 hours long. You are in for some work, my friend. Yes, but so, uh, keep an eye out <laughs> Good for Good luck that. and Godspeed. I, I will try and yeah. announce that, uh, at least uh, via Twitter and Facebook, before we get to it. They will not be one-shot marathons. It will probably be, like, Saturday, half of Mass Effect 1, and either the next Saturday or Sunday, the other half of Mass Effect 1. And we'll do that leading up to Andromeda. I will try and do this. It's games this long that I'm like, yeah, I could do this. I'm like, no, I, this is a choice. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this to myself, but I'm going to do this. I, I, I'm committing to this. I'm trying to figure some other stuff out to make it as good a stream as we can, but keep an eye out for this. It will be on our YouTube and our Twitch. There's also content coming to the YouTube, as always. We had a For Honor video go up. That will be the last of the For Honor stuff go up until that game actually comes out, because I don't want to burn myself out on it, and I suspect neither of you two will be playing that between now and when it comes out. Uh-huh. Probably, I might do the open beta, but yeah. that's about it. Mm. We have a follow-up to Ruby Grim Eclipse coming. It's gonna be good. It's real good. <laughs> Jeff didn't do it. Oh, God. <laughs> we got more Is that the outro noise? What was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> was that you the whole time, Charlie? Maybe. <laughs> I could do voices. <laughs> the best impersonation of yourself we've ever heard yes <laughs> this is me muffling my natural tones but yeah we got more mm -hmm. hitman coming metal geared it's on its way i am working on the intro literally as i speak right now it's doing some render stuff in the background because that one's a special one yeah yeah uh yeah secret world will hopefully actually start but or we we will start re-recording it. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, I we apologize for continuing to talk about that thing, and then well, having it be cursed and possessed by an eldritch horror that keeps screwing us over at every turn. Like we get sick or have to go somewhere, or there's just no audio in an audio file or something. It's been truly a cursed starting of something. Cthulhu Fathagan. Yes, and actually, once we get a couple episodes of that up look forward to live streams of that potentially so long as our tech works but yeah jade empire's back more or less metal geared will return soon hitman is back ish we may have some other long content coming out soon too 
I keep looking at Resident Evil and going, I should play that. We may have a scaredy cat run of that or something. I don't know yet. <laughs> Charlie plays Resident Evil with all the lights on at noon with a kitten on his lap. <laughs> on easy mode. But, yeah. Look forward to content. It's coming and stuff. Anything you two want to pimp before we get going? Um... Well, I'm streaming occasionally here and there now more often, so you can catch me at uh, Mave Online on Twitch, uh, occasionally on YouTube as well, Mave Online. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitter, Mave Online as well. So, I might be doing some sort of event sometime soon. I don't know. I'm planning out the details, but I definitely would like to do a horror game night at some point as well. So, um, if you aren't aware, have I told you about my horror game nights that I have with a... Uh, You've mentioned them once or twice, but never on the podcast. I I'm aware okay. of them, I think. So what I do is I occasionally invite a bunch of friends and family over, and usually a good chunk of them aren't really big gamers, per se, or at least gaming talented. So I kind of sit them down in a room by themselves and have them stream, uh, well, stream while they play uh, either like we used to do Slenderman or Outlast and stuff like that. So I kind of just throw them in a situation like that. So I'm hoping to find a game soon that I can throw them into to do that. Amnesia. <laughs> Amnesia, maybe. I don't know. I, need, I, I gotta find something that's kind of quick. That kind of quickly puts them in that situation so we can... Because we rotate people. Nightmare so. House 2. Huh. Resident Evil 7. Yeah. <laughs> so... Maybe you I might, have answers. <laughs> I might uh, save up for uh, an HTC Vive or whatever they call them. Vive. So I can do some VR... Uh, Vive? Yeah. So I can stream some VR stuff for people. Doom 3. Yeah. <laughs> Why so, yeah. would you recommend Doom 3? Because the beginning of the game is very lights out, and he's trying to get them straight to the scares. That's fair. Yeah. And that game <laughs> is scary. Scary that it exists. <laughs> so. They say if yeah. they're not very used to video games, Doom 3 is more... Or they will not notice the outdated graphics as readily. Or the fact that it's not Doom. So. that either <laughs> <laughs> but yeah other than that that's pretty much it for me I don't have anything new and hopefully I don't die I mean I'm not going to die from this cold but I'm just annoyed right now <laughs> yeah don't die cut to next week so on um, that cold it got Alex man it was rough <laughs> just came out of nowhere <sighs> yeah. and shanked him to death in memorandum yeah Nah, I, I've made several jokes in the past about it's like, no, no, the cold won't kill you. It's brother's going to get you, though. It's, it, the cold will hold you down while the other one chokes you out. <laughs> this is how pneumonia starts. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that does it for us this week. Uh, who wants to take us out of here? Cue the metal. Cue the metal.